0: in a crude laboratory in the basement of his home. Hey, it's John from CEO Raider. Welcome to the CEO Raider podcast. If you don't already subscribe to the podcast, please do so. If you have subscribed, and even if you haven't, Please leave us a review. Reviews help us bubble up, particularly in Apple search rankings on the Apple podcast platform. To the extent we have positive reviews, it makes it a lot easier for folks to find us and to grow the audience. And we appreciate our audience. Without our audience, we wouldn't have a program. I wanted to chat a little bit about Amazon and Netflix. I was reading through some of the transcript material from the earnings calls. And it's a thought that I've had in the past. There's been chatter over the past several years that there would be some... M&A activity targets would be Netflix Warner Brothers and others Disney Warner Brothers of course acquired by AT&T Disney acquired BAM Tech they're going to push through their content on the BAM Tech platform and and create a a, their version of Netflix with their original content and library anyone know what that looks like long term my guess is they, they too will be acquired although that's not Eminent. That's just my sort of long term view. Hulu's another one that was parented um, about as an acquisition target a few years ago at this point. And there are always rumblings. And as a former M and A exec I can tell you you're always looking at your landscape of prospective targets. It takes two to tango. So that's often why deals that at surface level look like they make sense. Don't get done. Your know, management teams, leadership teams, each like to remain in power. Your leadership teams like being leadership teams. They like being public company CEOs, CFOs, boards, so on and so forth. They like the pay. They like the job. And, um... If things are going well, like they are at Netflix, and I think Reed Hastings really enjoys running his company, then you're not going to sell unless somebody makes just such an outrageous offer that it's it, it's impossible to, to not entertain the deal at a minimum. So here's a quote from the Amazon call last week, and this is a, an excerpt from one of the sell-side analysts, quote-unquote. And then secondly, given the recent management t- changes in video, Brian, Brian's the CFO at Amazon, I was just wondering if you could speak to any strategic shifts in video or changes in the pace of content portfolio built in the coming years. So that was the question posed in the earnings call in the Q&A session. And Brian oslavsky Amazon CFO, response. Let me start with video just to be clear we're going to continue to invest in video and increase the investment in 2018 and why are we going to do that it's because the video business is having great results with our most important customer base which is our amazon prime customers it continues to drive better conversion of free trials higher membership renewal rates of existing subscribers and higher overall engagement we're seeing the engagement go up year after year in video and also music and a lot of the other prime benefits we also know prime members who watch video also spend more on Amazon and we have a lot of data where that's the advantage we have is that we see the viewing patterns we also see the sales patterns so we can tie the two together and understand which video resonates with prime members which video doesn't and make mid-course Corrections so I, we, we know that that prime is a, a huge strategic element to Amazon's overall business that recurring revenue stream and to the extent you can feed the beast and grow that recurring revenue stream and find something outside of Amazon that you could bring into the portfolio that would help feed the beast and grow the prime membership, and thus the recurring revenue stream, that would be highly strategic. So Netflix would be highly strategic for Amazon to acquire. That's It's, it's hardly an earth-shattering statement. You would be layering in $2.9 billion in total streaming revenue. That was the reported figure for Q3 for Netflix. The total revenue is approximately $3 billion. So the majority of revs today are are streaming. That streaming figure for Netflix is up 33% year-over-year. So the growth rate is slightly decelerating year-over-year. It was 37% in Q3 of 16. Q forecast implies 35% year-over-year growth in the streaming business. It was 41% in Q4 of 16. Fine. It's a substantial revenue stream. Here's what else gets interesting. Is that if you remember back in February, calendar Q1 of this year, Netflix talked about uh, product tie-ins with some of their hit programming. So they're partnering with different groups to white label product and such. And I guess they're they're selling a, a sweater that's tied into Stranger Things, the hit show from last year, which is now in season two. They started streaming that on the 27th. I have not started to watch it. Not sure that I will. But if you think about product tie-ins, and so Netflix wants to create some new channels, you know, various product tie-ins to their hit original Programming as a way to sort of extend the brand capture new consumers and such and wouldn't that fit well with with Amazon Amazon which has expertise in in tangible product Amazon which is looking for new creative ways to give customers a reason to subscribe to prime so if you acquire netflix you're acquiring that approximately 3 billion revenue stream minimal EBITDA but more importantly on the content side to date netflix has demonstrated that they could pump out quality hit original programming at a greater clip or at a better hit rate than can amazon amazon's had the turnover CEO of Amazon Studios was blown out for a harassment charge. And were you to acquire Netflix, you would be onboarding, as of September 30th, approximately 53 million domestic subscribers and an additional approximately 57 million international subscribers. So you bring on a 100 plus million subscribers to the platform. So they're already paying a $10 plus per month, these Netflix subscribers. So they're basically paying Prime. All right, so you auto-convert them to Prime memberships. Keep the brand, keep the Netflix brand, leverage their algos, leverage their IP around original content development. Reed Hastings isn't going to stick around, but his key employees, you could tie m- many of them up. You immediately add deal close, grow the Prime membership stream. Perhaps you could extrapolate upon this, this new experience that Netflix is creating with these product tie-ins with their hit shows. We'll see what kind of attach rates those draw, and if successful, you can replicate that across the, the legacy Prime membership base and perhaps drive improve the attach rates going forward should this product tie-in initiative be successful. Point being, both companies are going to be able to learn a little something, I would think, from the other. Their algorithms aren't exactly the same. And then the, the art side of creating ro- movies, because there's still an art to it. It's not just a series of algorithms. It would seem like Netflix is a little bit ahead of the curve and ahead of Amazon in that regard. And you can bring that expertise in-house. From a capital structure standpoint, you can do it. Netflix has a market cap of at $86 billion. Amazon's $523 billion. As of Friday's close, up 13%. And you sort of do what Disney did when they acquired Pixar from Apple. Let the Pixar guys run the animation studio. And here you let the Netflix team ex-Reed Hastings. So I just don't believe it would stick around. Let the Netflix people run the, the original content business. See everyone next time. <laughs>